What's up, everyone? Today we are wrapping up our discussion this week about at-home workouts. A lot of the world is still in lockdown. And quite frankly, the majority of the at-home workouts that we're seeing out there suck. And we're going to talk about why. We're going to throw some stones today. What's up, everyone? In case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we make driven people strong, flexible, and athletic with meaningful daily workouts. If you want to know how we do it, grab one of our free blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, and the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video if you're watching on YouTube and uh, at the bottom of the podcast if you're listening. Today, I'm joined by Phil White, our resident physiotherapist. How are you, Phil? Very well. Yeah. yeah. Loving this topic. Sad I missed yesterday, but I thought Lockie was a, a great stand-in, like oh, having someone he? who's, yeah, um, you know, lives yeah. and breathes the stuff in the gym, but then executed so well at home was, yeah, really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. He was a great guest to have on and a great, uh, you know, unexpected guest. We didn't plan for that one. Yeah. So if you didn't see yesterday's or listen to yesterday's podcast, um, check it out. It was really, really good because Lockie is is our ultimate athlete of 2020 and uh, he really killed it in these at-home workouts. So we want to, well, we're going to dive straight into this here. I, I want to talk about um, the key insight for today, which is that people are making the mistake of thinking that at-home exercise programs are different to gym exercise programs. And they're buying into entertainment instead of exercise. Now, I want to, I want to talk about what I need, what I mean by that is... When you're training in the gym or at home, for the best results, you need to use proper programming principles. So we talked about this earlier this week. We talked about using periodization, overload, and uh, supercompensation. So go back and listen to those shows if you want to uh, if you want to hear about it. But it, it goes a hell of a lot further than random workouts. We want to be programming what we're doing. We want to program. Uh, ramp loading, so we have a peak week in one mesocycle, a mesocycle being four weeks for our at-home workouts. We also want a deload week so that we can super compensate and come back stronger. We don't want to just be doing random workouts where every day you're just going for it and sweating and doing the best you can do until you feel like, oh, I'm going to take a couple of days off because I'm sore. That's, that's not a smart way to do it. And the, the what we've got to understand is that gym closures... What we're seeing is Yanni spent a lot of time this week having a look at some of the most popular um, at-home, out-of-gym workout programs, like, you know, the really big ones out there. And they suck. They really suck. They're highlighting a fundamental lack of programming knowledge from the trainers because the truth is the, pro the way you program for at-home workouts, you still should be using the same principles that you're using in the gym, meaning that periodization needs to apply. And the way you periodize is by manipulating volume, intensity, rest, exercise selection. So, yeah. Absolutely. Like there's, there's, when you're at home, I mean, if the pandemic was going for maybe a couple of weeks and you just needed something to entertain you to uh, get you by for a few weeks and you wanted to just try something new, like, yeah, maybe... Uh, do something that doesn't really matter but if you you know it's, it's sticking around for a while and we've got to make sure that every exercise you're doing has it has a purpose and i think that's where this like when building this ums at home workout what really stands out with the program is like every exercise is in there for a reason and it's there to be progressed yeah and some of it um some of it might seem boring if you look at what we do compared to what other trainers are doing but we're going to talk today about why that is so much better for you for getting results. Now, 
like I, I think I think it's really important that you first decide what your goals are when you train. And if you're doing at-home workouts to just stay fit and to entertain yourself and to try some really new things, then maybe what I'm saying doesn't apply to you. But I would argue that the majority of people don't fit into that category and the majority of people want to see objective results. So most people exercise because they want to lose some fat, they want to get stronger, they want to you know, tone their muscles is the term that people use, they want to get more flexible, they want to get fitter, whatever it is. But most people want an objective result. Um, I know I do. Um, you know, I train because I want to see improvements in certain markers of, of health and fitness. So if you're exercise programming isn't delivering that, then it, I'd argue that you could be doing, I, I was going to say it's a waste of your time. It's not a waste of your time because it's definitely better than nothing. But I would definitely argue that you could be doing something more valuable with your time. You know, if you're going to spend an hour a day, Monday to Friday training at home, yeah. do something that after, after a couple of months, you're going to see change, you know, in the mirror, you're going to feel change in the way that you move. And what, what we're observing is that Trainers are trying to overcome their lack of programming skill by throwing exercises into their workouts that do absolutely nothing more than challenge your coordination. There's these exercises that I wouldn't even know the name of them. I would, like the, the name would be like a description, like a step back, lunge, jump, skip to the right, touch, sit up. Like, I don't even like that. I mean, literally, that's yeah. what some people are doing. Mm. And it's the kind of stuff that, yeah, on Instagram, if you go to the search feed, it like really like it, it comes to the top because it's like mm. eye catching and it's kind of funky and different and um, you know, you can see that like people are just trying to come up with something that stands out visually. But yep. yeah, when it comes down to it, like you've got to think about coordination as a progression in itself. And if you want to, you know, develop progression, uh, d progression of coordination, then, you know, if that's your goal, then by all means, like progressively overload your progression, uh, coordination, but it totally distracts from uh, being able to overload all the other prints we're talking about. So, you know, how much like intensity is in the actual exercise. So using leverage and calisthenics exercises or external load in, in, in weightlifting exercises. Um, and it totally, you know, doesn't take into account sort of endurance rep sets, all of that, because it's now the limiting factor is basically your ability to complete that exercise. And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah, so it, it's... Look, I think it's a really important thing to highlight what you just said there, Phil, because... Um, what what these you know i think the term that they call them is fitspo people you know the, these people with half a million followers on instagram or um you know that have fitness apps with with tens of millions of people around the world using them you know to show up in the instagram feed and to look to look good you do need to be doing something well maybe you don't need to but they're doing something different than they did yesterday so so it's eye-catching it grabs you but that is not the best way to train. That is the best way to get a click on Instagram and it's, a, and it's a, the best way to get more followers. And, and that's great. I respect that when you're using social media like we do, we do it as well, to, to get um, interaction so that you drive awareness of what it is that you're doing, that you do need to stand out. I respect that. But we have to make it very, very, very clear that that is not the best way to train. And when you look at, you know, you look at somebody that trains every day and that's made it a profession, you can come up with highly coordinated exercises that require a high level of coordination and you can do them and make it look good. But show that to the average person and they won't even be able to do it. And you have to do a lot of something in a workout to get enough volume to see change. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, we really make a point of not choosing exercises like that in our program because we've tried it. We, we've tried doing some really funky stuff 
uh, and some things that I really enjoy because there is a place for complex movement patterns and I do really Definitely. like complex movement patterns. There's a place for them, but you've got, it's like you said, you've got to understand why you're doing it. And everything in a program has to have a reason for doing it. 100%. Like coordination itself, like that's in physiotherapy, we do a lot with, you know, neurological conditions and, and retraining coordination as a variable in itself. And you have to take progressive overload principles into that and make it just challenging enough, but uh, you can still get enough volume. But that's, yeah, that's all looking at just coordination. So it, yeah, it's so key to understand that when we're, if that's what you want to be doing and probably a dance class would be a fun, more enjoyable way of doing that or like yeah. acro yoga or, you know, Ida Patel movement stuff. Yeah, for but sure. But when it comes to doing, like wanting to get stronger and wanting to get more flexible, then you really have to be very much targeted to yep. the variables that matter there. Yep. So. yep, and I have made the mistake for years, maybe even decades of thinking that I was getting enough volume to increase strength and increase muscle mass when I wasn't even coming close. Yeah. And I've changed the way that I train. Like you've, you've even been witness yeah. to it yeah, recently yeah. Um, to really, really give myself enough volume to achieve change. And in those three months of lockdown, I put on about five kilos of lean muscle. And I say lean muscle because I can tell that I'm the same body. In fact, actually lost fat. You can, t you can watch from from day one of the at-home workouts in phase one to, to the last day of phase three, I am leaner than I was. And on the scales, I actually put on six kilos. So um, what happened? How did it work? Well, Yanni and I, and well, all of us, when we created those at-home workouts, we thought about how do we keep this simple enough that an absolute beginner can regress the exercises and still join in with us and get a good workout and not feel like this is out of their league? That's a really important thing totally. to do. It needs to be accessible. Yep. And how does the fittest, strongest people, I, I'm, I'm not the fittest and strongest person, but I'm definitely in that top echelon. How does somebody like me still be able to get a great workout? And it's, it's by using calisthenics and simple exercise progressions. It is not the flashy, fancy stuff that gets there. And you can see the way that we progressed a simple push-up um, pattern by using one and a quarter reps, by using archer reps. Like, you know, th this idea of, 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 of um, the way that you progress your workouts is by using a new complex exercise. All you're doing is manipulating one of the periodization variables, which is exercise selection. And you're going to the hardest part of that variable, which is always using the complexity um, variable, you know, like making a more complex move and another more complex move and another one that requires even more thought process. And yeah, yeah and it's um, as a physio in, in this gym, like I just absolutely love having a, a, a gym to work out of because it means that I can actually go through people, um, people's exercise programs and see what they're doing in the gym. And, and I'm often correcting the simplest of the exercise progressions like that, you know, when it comes down to just getting the coordination to even do like a squat or a deadlift, like really well and, and nailing it. Like that takes one-on-one -on -one time kind of with me to, to, to hone that. And so when it comes to like th that being the, the simplest way to start, if, we're, if people are trying at home to then do like, you know, complexes of <laughs> like all these crazy variations with this real um, complexity, it, like variable as the, the one being chained, then yeah, I think that it's more likely than not that the yep. exercise isn't being yep. like executed properly, let mm -hmm. alone, yeah. Yep. And you know what? 
we actually used the, the complexity variable when we created phase four. Mm. And we did it because people had done three phases of the at-home workouts and people started saying, hey, can we do something a bit more complex for the next phase? So we did one whole phase where it was all yeah, yeah. about the complexity variable. But the way that I programmed it was very intelligently where we only used a couple of different movements and we even repeated the, each of the movements twice a week. We didn't do something different every day. So Monday and Thursday we did exactly the same movements which we didn't do in phase one to three. Phase one to three we did different movements every day. But in phase four, Monday and Thursday was the same movements, Tuesday and Friday were the same movements and then Wednesday were the same movements. So there's only actually three different workouts in phase three and that's done very specifically so that you are whilst you're working that those complex movement patterns you're getting enough volume on them and you're doing them twice a week so that you can really wrap your brain yeah, around when it comes to motor control and learning this is a, a big subject in both my exercise sports science degree and in physiotherapy about learning technique and learning uh, new skill like frequency is the most important variable with um, learning complex um, complexity movements and coordination so um, yeah it makes a lot of sense to program a, the same thing a few times if you've added if you've progressed your complexity, then yeah, reducing the amount of total yeah. exercise and yeah. repeating the same one a few times makes it worthwhile. But if you're going onto a random workout generator app and you're getting bloody, you know, like the complexity um, turned up and you're just doing it once a week or, you know, maybe it only comes around once a fortnight, yep. then you're never actually going to progress that because when it comes to learning a new skill, it really comes down to um, frequency. So. Yeah, yeah. And listen, for those of you that are listening to this, I can see that we've got a lot of people on the stream and I want to give some shout outs. So if you're watching, can you please, if you haven't commented yet, put your name, uh, just say a little hi and where you're watching from so we can give you a shout out. But you really need to pay attention to this, people, not just for at-home workouts, for general gym training and programming. This, These concepts are critical. These concepts are the difference between a lot of people just fumbling around with their training for six months to a year and really not seeing any change to the person next to them spending 12 weeks training and going through a transformation like what I went through, building five kilos of muscle, getting more flexible, losing fat, becoming fitter. Like if you can understand this stuff, it is really going to make a difference. And it's actually, this is nothing new. This is really old stuff. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. anyone, any, anyone who's been in the fitness industry for a long time that's listening to this is going to be going, these guys aren't saying anything new. This is old stuff. But that's the magic of yeah. it. We, we talked about this before. The hardest thing to do is the simplicity consistently. Yeah. Like yeah. keeping doing the basics really well. Yeah. And then if you're nailing that, that's when you start adding in the yeah. complexity. Yeah. If, unless you're getting the simplicity com uh, consistently, then... Yeah, and we didn't. We intentionally didn't want to reinvent the wheel when we did this. We had this amazingly proven program that works, the UMS, and we, Yanni and I just said, how do we replicate that but only using calisthenics at home with what people have at home without any equipment? So it was a very simple program for us to create. And I think this is where so many of the trainers go really wrong here is that they don't back themselves. They don't believe in themselves. I think, in all honesty, I don't think I know that the majority of trainers out there don't actually even know this stuff. I, I know that for a fact because I've been in the industry for long enough. I've been in the rooms when, when we are doing these courses with, um, you know, professors, PhD holders, um, you know, people that, that people like Yanni and I and Richard and Phil learn from. And some of the questions that come out from some of the trainers, it's like, oh my God, dude, that's like, that's like the stuff we learn in our Cert 4 course. So I know that a lot of the trainers don't know this stuff. So, but then if you go to the next category of trainers, the trainers that do know this stuff, but they're not doing it, they're not backing themselves. They're not confident enough that they're going to deliver a program that works, that doesn't stand out as looking different from everybody else, that they try to create something that looks different for the sake of being different. And both of them are really 
really letting people down. Of course, if, if you're a trainer, it's it's up to you to know how to write a program. And I, and I totally understand it from a like health professional um, point of view. Like often when people come in and you give them a very simple, um, a, a, a simple way of tackling a problem that's really plagued them, like you kind of get the feeling from from patients or in your case clients that like you know they're looking for some new quick crazy thing that, that they haven't tried before that will solve their problem really quickly and the hard thing to get across is, is you know there's some people who really buy in but other people you know who don't but to get across it you just have to do the simple stuff consistently yep. and you'll get great results yep. but that involves work and uh, it's yeah. as a health professional who you know uh, in physio land like there's lots of people who like to do you know really fancy things that they can't explain to patients and patients don't understand but like that wows them a little bit and might make mm. them feel a bit different but yeah unless you're like really tackling the underlying simple problems and mm-hmm. i think you kind of waste I, I was the trainer that faked it until i made it yeah. I, I was for the first three years when i look back i remember when my first client came to me that said i want to lose five kilos of fat for my wedding um and i literally in my mind went I have no idea how to do that. But I smiled and said, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, I'll write you this program. But And I didn't, I just had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I just wrote something for the sake of writing it. Um, we the, very um, let's Let's say hi some people. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. So we've got, uh, we've, who, who have we got here? We've got Lee. How are you, Lee Clements? Uh, thanks for sharing. Um, and Lee is saying, yep, I found scapular control uh, amongst other skills. Yeah, the scapular control that we did in the at-home workouts was tough, huh? It was. It was very tough. Andrew... Fidesimanu, I think, I hope I'm saying that yeah, right, is saying great insight. And uh, Diane Norbury is watching, uh, listening whilst she works from home. That's awesome. Greg Gillespie saying, morning, lads. Jody Buttle is saying, you guys are too young to remember the grapevine. Ridiculous coordination needed back in the <laughs> early aerobics days. You know what? We're not. And I, re- uh, you know where I learned the grapevine? When I was doing my Cert 4, Yanni and I were both doing our Cert 4 personal trainers course 17 years ago. And we had to go and do a couple of practical lessons. And in one of the classes, they taught us the grapevine and we had to do it there you go. and it was ridiculous the um do you remember aerobics oz style course, how could i forget oh, it was on before cheese tv back how in the could day I forget? yeah so aerobics oz style used to um record just around the corner from my place and i just remember watching that back when i was very young being like what how yeah I, you watch the shit that <laughs> is they this do what i'm gonna do like, when i'm an adult i don't yeah. i just want to watch cartoons oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Blakely saying, best thing about the at-home workouts is they keep the traditional UMS structure. I did my muscle-ups training and used the at-home workouts uh, just to set the pace. It's brilliant. Awesome, brother. Thank you. And uh, Andrew um, Fitzsimanu saying, listening from Melbs. Dave Clark saying, hi. How are you, Dave? Um, Jody Buttle saying, hi from Malulabar Beach in Queensland. Wow, you've uh, moved up to a nice warm part of the world, Jody. How's the weather up there? Um, can't wait till we can get back to the office and back to Unity Gym. Yeah, we miss you, Jody. We miss you here. Jody's one yeah. of our um, long-time members. And Jody, you, as you're saying there, angry question mark. You, yeah, you've put an angry face on the... Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You put an angry face in, instead of yeah. liking it. You're the. Um, That's okay. We're also. But we're fired angry up. here as well. We're, we're, we're fired, fired up, up, so yeah. I respect it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Lee is saying your workouts have structure. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, so um, I want to quickly talk about what Yanni said here, which is which is really really true. Yanni said that some of our members are saying that they got better workouts, they got better results with our at home workouts than they did in the gym. Now wrap your head around that. You go to the gym, you're training, you're, you're getting results, and then somebody says, 
gyms are closed, you've got to train from home. Most people get, would that know anything about the gym would go, oh my God, and my results are just going to go out the window. But have a listen to this. This is a really big response from Rich Clifford III in our UMS Movement Mastermind. So I'm only going to read some of it. Um, but he's saying um, he was devastated and thought that he was going to lose all progress when the terrible pandemic going on around the world and uh, couldn't go to the gym. And whilst he was skeptical at the at-home workouts, uh, he says here, no offense at all. Uh, we have an, I'm a creature of habit and I hate breaking my routine. So I really thought I was going to go backwards. But he's saying, listen to this. I have to say I was completely astonished to find that I, and then he wrote this in capitals, I progressed faster and even better at home than I did whilst working out at the gym. Now that's using our at-home workout programs. Now, thankfully I wasn't quarantined and I'm very grateful to still have been able to continue to work throughout this whole thing. That being said, um, he's saying with the at-home workouts worth worth it, absolutely, even though I What's he saying here? So he says, I feel you guys created a game changer that is going to revolutionize, revolutionize the fitness industry without gym equipment. So this is these are the words of somebody that did our at-home workout program saying that they got better results than they did at the gym. And I mean, I, in a way, did as well. I got leaner and built muscle. Yeah, and I'm kind of not surprised in many ways because with, you know, I, I went to, before I knew how gyms worked and I went to this gym, like I, I, I went to a like big commercial gym Kind of went in there, saw a whole bunch of different machines, saw a bunch of different weights, and it was just like totally overwhelmed and had no idea about how yep. to. This is before I studied sports science and everything, yep. and yep. I just kind it of wasn't watched, last week. No? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like I'd watch what other people were doing, and then if I saw like something that I looked like I could I could do on a machine that someone was on, I'd just wait until they were off and jump on and do it. Yeah, and like yeah. I didn't have any, although I had external load there, so I had one of the variables, and I was you know doing a bunch of reps on like one exercise. It didn't fit together at all in a like coherent program. And that's what's okay about w- why the UMS at-home workouts are programmed as they are. Every exercise is there for a reason and every exercise is progressing a, you know, something that we want to work on. So that's why we keep the UMS structure with the, you know, vertical push-pull, keeping your shoulders balanced. It's why we have scapular exercise in there on the Wednesday to, you know, keep your shoulders strong. It's why yep. you have the lower body structured on a, um, you know, Tuesday and a Friday. So you have the 72 hours of rest in between and you and you and we're working on adding, like changing the variables of time on attention, reps, yep. sets, yep. all of that. It's not just yeah. keeping entertained. Everything's yeah. there for a reason. And so that's, I'm, I'm not surprised to see the people who have like gone into a gym where you have a whole bunch of distractions and you can be, you know, yeah. kind of working on a whole bunch of different stuff. But then when you get told what to do at home and you, it, drags you through a progressive overload structure. I'm not surprised you got good results. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all either. And that's because I I may have been a personal trainer for um, 17 years, but I've been a group class coach for 23 years. I started teaching Kung Fu classes when I was 19. When I started martial arts, I mean, I did start martial arts with Yanni when we were kids, but I, I don't count that because I wasn't consistent enough You're to just really. Just older brother bully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when I was seventeen, and Yanni was uh, Yanni actually started when he was fourteen. A year later, so I was sixteen at that time. A year later, when I was seventeen, I joined him. We started doing kickboxing, uh, and and then when I was nineteen, and I started doing my kung fu instructor's course, I was teaching classes um, within two months of that. It was part of the program that I was doing a certificate for in martial arts instruction, and for, from then on, I was teaching group classes that was that was the start of it so I've got a lot of experience teaching group classes and then I've got 17 years experience as a personal trainer so when I teach those at-home workouts I know how 
to get a lot out of people within a one hour period. And I know how to get a lot out of myself. And I trained everybody in a way that I knew I was going to get a good result from it. So if you turn those videos on and do that work with me, you are going to achieve a life-changing transformation. I guarantee it. If somebody at my level of fitness can lose fat, build muscle and get fitter from doing that, then anybody can. And if you're somebody that's new to fitness and you really don't know how to write a program, then this is going to be life changing for you. It really is because you're going to get a structured approach rather than randomized workouts. And I really want to repeat the, the take home message for today's show, which is that coordination is not a good variable for strength and flexibility development, meaning exercises that require a high level of coordination where you really have to think about every single rep if you're moving right and then you've got to stop and recalibrate yourself in the middle of a set. That is not a good way to develop strength and flexibility. There is a place for it, but if you want to get strong and flexible and fit, it's not a good way. It's definitely not a good place to start. And if, if it's something that you are interested in, we, we really go to a, to a new level with it in the phase four because phase four is all about animal flow and that's a lot of fun. So yeah, do you have any uh, do you have any final thoughts, uh, Phil, on all of this today? No, I think yeah that every exercise has to be in there is and and do the simple stuff consistently consistently and you'll see great results and yeah, yeah I really enjoyed yeah uh, talking about this because I think it's a I, I really think that's great principles that people can take away for their training both at home but also in a gym like think about what you're doing and think about why like how you're progressing. Yep. Or don't think and just follow what we do. Yeah. It's yeah. done for you. All the yep. thinking's done. <laughs> yeah. Look, Yanni's got a couple of final points here, and it's a really good one that he's, that he's made here in the comments. He's saying that coordination is a major limiting factor in the development of strength and flexibility. And it, it absolutely is. Coordination itself is one of the reasons why some people take longer than others to get stronger, because when you show them how to press with just dumbbell, dumbbells or a barbell, just to be able to coordinate, to keep the scapula depressed and keep the posture that's required for good strength production requires months for some people to develop. So try throwing that out the window and saying, hey, we're not just going to do that, but we're also going to add in this, that and the other to these movements. You know, it's, it's really not a smart way to go about it. Um, and also Yanni's other uh, last point that he wants to make here is saying that it's important to make it clear that the only revolutionary thing about the at-home workouts is that they follow the fundamental program periodization principles. That's what makes it revolutionary because we're not seeing other people do that. We're not seeing other people, look, if there's anybody out there that, that is doing it, show me. And, uh, and I'm gonna rip it apart if it's not, but um, <laughs> if, it, if it is following proper programming principles, I'll, I'll take my hat off to that, to that trainer and that person because we're not seeing it. We're, we're just seeing these really funky, complex programs that are just getting more complex and more complex day after day. Um, Diane Norbury is saying, especially when you're uh, trying to learn to do a squat snatch. That's, oh man, yeah. yeah fact. Look, fact, yeah. That I mean, Olympic that, lifting broke my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Olympic lifting is a whole nother thing, Diane. And we, to yeah. be honest, we don't we don't even include it in the UMS. We we used to we used to do it at at, at um, Unity Gym. But what we found was, out of hundreds of members that came to Unity Gym, we actually only had one that was capable of Olympic lifting. And to be capable of Olympic lifting, you need to be completely injury free. You need to have the flexibility to get into the positions required. You need the strength and the coordination. And there was literally one of our members that was ready. And whenever he was doing it, all of our other members asked that they wanted to do it. And we just had to constantly go through this process of explaining to people why they weren't ready for Olympic lifting. And it is an awesome, awesome thing to do if your body is ready for it. 
But again, you have to ask yourself, why do you want to do Olympic lifting? You know, what is the reason for it? And if the reason for wanting to do Olympic lifting is just because you haven't done it before and it looks cool, um, you want to be really, really sure that you're ready for the risk that comes with Olympic lifting because it is high risk. Definitely. What do you reckon, Phil? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And yeah, don't be distracted by that while you're doing at-home workouts. Yep. Do yeah, do the simple stuff. Yeah, yeah, do the simple stuff. Get the do results. Get the results. Now, listen, guys. We um, Yanni asked this question uh, two days ago because we we're talking about training at home and everything, and so it just made sense that we'd see if people were interested. Um, in, uh, in, in a flash sale for the at-home workouts. And, and what we didn't expect is that all these people that have done the at-home workouts started jumping on this post. It's a pinned post as an announcement in the UMS Movement Mastermind. And we just got so much testimonials. So many um, uh, people were, were saying how amazing it was, you know, um, th these at-home workouts and what it did for them and how revolutionary it was. So um, for anybody that doesn't have it yet, that might be sitting on the fence, we I can announce now we are going to do the at-home workouts as a, as a flash sale. And um, we've got people that are, uh, some people have asked, you know, can I just get one of the phases? Can we choose that? And what we've decided to do is we're only going to do it as a bundle for all four phases. And I want you to know why. The, the price that we're selling it at is half the price of what we sell one of the phases for. So to buy one phase, this whole bundle for all four phases is half that price. So even if you only want one phase, this is still your best opportunity to get it at a discounted price. And if you don't have any of the phases, oh my God, you're, gonna, you're getting a great deal because you're paying half the price of one phase and you're getting phase one, phase two, phase three, and the amazing Animal Flow at um, phase four programs as well. So... I really hope to see uh, a bunch of you that don't have any of our programs yet uh, and that aren't subscribed to the UMS online coaching program because, of course, this is included in the monthly subscription for the UMS online coaching program. So if you're not subscribed and you don't have these at-home workouts, grab them. This is an amazing opportunity to find a truly, truly game-changing at-home workout routine that is progressive and that follows um, pro scientific programming. Yeah. Um, what have we got here? Jody saying the only at-home workouts I've ever stuck to. Yeah, we had so many people saying that, Jody. We had so many people saying that um, they've never stuck to at-home workouts before. They tried it, they did it for a week, and they just got bored. He's never trained before in his life properly, and now he's still playing on repeat the YouTube yeah, videos yeah. and just doing it over again. I love it. I'm we've, so we've got yeah. new members at the gym now that started doing the at-home workouts with it because some of our gym members got them doing it during yeah, lockdown nice. because they couldn't go to the gym, and now they're members here because they they could not believe how good our at-home workouts were. Awesome. So, and look, guys, if you're listening to this um, and you're skeptical. We've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. Get it. If you don't like it, tell me. I'll give you your money back. I won't even ask why you want it. Um, I'll, I'll just... It, it's what we do. You know, we, we believe in our programs that much. We back them that much. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you've made it this far on the YouTube playback or on the uh, podcast, please come and join our private Facebook group, the UMS Movement Mastermind, where we record these podcasts live and we answer your questions and also download one of those free blueprints, the Strength, Flexibility or Nutrition Blueprint. And even better, if you're listening in the next 72 hours because you've only got until Monday, 11.59 p.m. Pacific time to get this amazing deal, grab that deal, get the, uh, the at-home workouts um, and um, yeah, level up while you're in lockdown. Love it. Get your questions in for Physio Monday. We'll be back then. Yeah. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there
or start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.